Hi guys, today I'm doing my makeup. I'm back at recording my podcasts because I missed them and it's kind of my way of having a little bit of therapy and solitude and feeling like I can talk about the things that I want to in my life and not feel judged, not feel like the world is looking at me and watching me fail. And today I want to talk about identity, who you are, why you want to be a certain way, struggling with our purpose, all of the things that I've kind of been struggling with the past couple of months. So something I've learned is our identity is greatly shaped by the people around us. At such a young age, we are told so much about ourselves, whether it's positive or negative. You know, um, our parents, you know, they raise us and they label us with traits, whether it's, you know, oh, she's, she's my level-headed child, or she's my um, adventurous child, she's my rambunctious child, you know, and then we go into school and our teachers, you know, they label us with similar things and it's like, All of the people that we encounter throughout our lives as we're growing up are constantly speaking at us, whether it's intentional or not. And they are placing labels on ourselves and setting these expectations without even realizing the amount of pressure that they are creating. And so for me, as a child, as a teen, as all of the things, I was always, you know, Generally, I feel like I was always the person that was the go-to, a great listener. Um, That is one thing I still am. um, And one thing that was always told to me was that I was a great listener. I was someone people could go to talk to and they felt safe sharing things with me. And I always saw that as a blessing and I still do. Um, But it's like when you are constantly told that you are this great person and And people have such high expectations of you. It's like when you struggle or when you maybe fall short of what that looks like for yourself in your own life, it causes you to feel like you don't know who you are or maybe who you are isn't enough. And that's something that I was struggling with for a long time because I felt like I didn't have any room to struggle. I didn't have any room to not get things right because I was always the person that did. I was always the person who put in extra work to satisfy others, even if it was something that maybe didn't satisfy me. Um, I still do that. I'm a people pleaser. I can't, I can't help it. It's something that I'm trying to grow in and try and not allow other people's feelings and thoughts um, weigh on me and my decisions in life. But Being a person who's constantly seeking approval from others, it has allowed me to see that I haven't been living a life for me. I've been living a life for everyone else. I have found my validation in people assuring me that I am a person who has value. I haven't truly felt value in myself. And it wasn't until I felt like I was so close to losing everything, you know, I was, um, about to be evicted, my electricity was cut off, 
I was on SNAP benefits. And if you don't know what those are, they're essentially like modern day food stamps because I couldn't afford groceries. I was in between jobs. Um, my leasing office, you know, they didn't care. I tried to communicate, you know, the loss of the job, me currently looking for a new one, all those things. And the world doesn't care about you guys. You will struggle. You will go through hardships. You can be the best person in the world and essentially do everything right. And something comes into your life out of your control. And basically it's like wrecks everything. And nobody cares about that. Nobody is is going to help you in the ways you would have helped others. You know, one thing I have learned is that you have to stop looking for yourself and other people. You have to stop thinking that the way you act or the way you would go about a situation is not the same way someone else would. And it's something that you can't even be upset with other people about because everyone is not the same caliber person at the end of the day. And you might be operating at a higher energetical frequency than everyone around you. And so you're constantly going to be expecting more and wanting more, longing for more, because you are a person who gives more. And you are a person who is constantly, you know, sacrificing yourself for others. And so when they don't do that for you, when the people in your life aren't there for you in the ways you you are there for them or they don't um, go out of their way to check on you and make sure you're okay. Even though that's something you would do, you have to stop placing blame in those people and in those actions. Because at the end of the day, you being the person you are to other people is what makes you unique. All of these relationships, friendships, people you encounter in your everyday life go about life differently. And sometimes you find people who do um, embody some of the same traits you do. They, you know, are, are people who operate on a similar frequency as you. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you're always going to get back what you put in. And that was one of the most difficult things I had to understand. Because I looked at my life and I looked at the people in it and... I love so many people in my life and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change that. But I recognize when I was going through the most difficult parts of my life alone and me kind of getting over that now, I look at the people who are there and it's very minimal. There are very few people that were there that, if any, you know, I still feel like there are so many things that I I've went through and dealt with alone. And for a long time, I had a lot of resentment um, for people for not, for not being there, for not caring enough to be there, for not, you know, recognizing that I was essentially hitting rock bottom, you know, um, in plain sight and nobody noticed. And it caused me to want to shut everyone out. And that's exactly what I did. But through that, um, my relationship with God and my faith strengthened because when you don't feel like you have anyone else, you start to realize that God is the one thing in this world that 
you always have. And it made me feel guilty for shutting him out during all of the positive times of my life, during all the times I felt like I was good on my own and I didn't need anyone else because I was doing well. It made me feel guilty because all of that was all of my success, all of the positive things that have happened in my life happened because God allowed them to and because he presented me with opportunities and I was able to just reap the benefits of that. So going through everything that I have and being on the other side of it, I look at everything a lot differently and I am very gracious for the ways God has shown up in my life. And I want to tell you, for all of you guys who are chasing a life that is better than the one that you are currently living, for all of you who wake up every day longing for more and doing everything you can to build a better life for you and for, for your family and for your future, just know everything in your current life is going to fall apart before you can have that. And it's going to be scary and it's going to look like life is just terrible, honestly. And it's going to look like that, that dream that you have envisioned for so long is just, it's so far out of reach. And you're going to talk to people and you're going to tell them about your goals and your dreams. And there's going to be a lot of people who are going to tell you like, no, that'll never happen. Or, or why would you want that for your life? Or why this or why that? And something I challenge you guys to really understand, if you take anything from this episode, take this. God did not put those dreams on their hearts. He did not give them that vision that you have, those dreams that you go to sleep and wake up and want to chase. He did not put that on anyone else's heart and mind the way he did yours. So when you reach out to people, when you talk to people, when you are so excited to share the journey you're on, don't do it. Move in silence. And that is like, I used to think that was such a cheesy thing, but seriously, guys, do what you need to in silence. Don't allow anyone else's opinions to stop you from receiving your blessings because they don't see the vision. They weren't given the vision. They weren't given that dream. They weren't given that drive. They don't long for the life that you long for. And so they're not going to see why you would want it. They're not going to see why would you, why you would want to do better for yourself. You know, um, I had a cross country coach who used to always, you know, preach to us that you choose your goals when you choose your friends and it's something that has always stuck with me because it is so true and it goes so much deeper than just your friends. You are who, you're, who you are spending your time around. And so if the people around you make you feel like what you're chasing is not tangible, you need to choose to be around other people. And it doesn't mean you need to, you know, cut everyone off and, and do this and do that and have some like dramatic ending. You don't need to do that. You just need to separate yourself enough to focus on what you need to focus on. People love to say, don't put all of your eggs in one basket, right? But when you're chasing your dreams, when you have such a clear vision of the life you are building, you have to put all of your eggs in one basket. You have to put all of your focus and all of your time and all of your attention 
into that one thing so that it can it can develop and it can prosper and you can truly reap the rewards of what you want. Steve Harvey, um, I love listening to him and he talks a lot about how when he wanted to be a comedian, you know, his, his wife had left him. Um, he was homeless living in his car for, I think it was uh, like two, two or three years. And he made like $3,000 the entire year out of his doing comedy. Um, and he stopped, you know, like selling his life insurance. Like that was his previous job. And he was just surrounded by people who were looking down on him because he was putting all of his eggs in that basket because he knew that he had something inside of him. He had a voice that needed to be heard and it was going to be heard. And the only way it was going to happen was if he dedicated his entire life you know, and all of his focus into making that dream a reality. And he did look at him now, you know, and it's, it just goes to show that sometimes you have to lose everything you have right now to get what you are looking for. And it makes sense, guys, because when you are trying to not only manifest, but actively receive a better life when you are working towards better you are going to have to change everything about your current life because clearly what you're doing in life is not working and you're looking for more and you're trying to find whatever whatever that is whatever that looks like and you're not going to do that if you remain in the same mental physical emotional space that you are in right now what you're doing is not working so don't be afraid to shake it up you know shake the table You need to put all of yourself, you know, your heart, mind, body, and soul into whatever that passion is. And you need to believe that it's going to happen. Never lose sight of that vision that God gave you because he gave it to you for a reason. There's a reason you wake up every day and think about it. There's a reason you go to your nine to five and you don't feel happy. There's a reason you are longing for more in your life because God has showed you that there is more. And you can have more, but you have to be willing to sacrifice the life that you have right now and have faith that what's coming is better. You know, it's like the the classic one door opens, another door closes. One door closes, another door opens. It's, It's exactly like that. And sometimes you just have to continue to walk down that hall. You know, when that door gets shut in your face, keep walking just a little further because God has a better door for you. And when you open it, you're going to Look at the life you once had and it's all going to make sense. And I say that, guys, because I've experienced it. I've lived it. I have truly been blessed and not in some weird, you know, enlightened kind of way. Like, it's not like that. But the life that I felt or that I thought was going to bring me everything I could have ever wanted didn't do that. It didn't give me what I wanted. It didn't fulfill me. Sure, it may have made me happy in the moment, you know. Um, Sure, it did. But it didn't bring me joy. It didn't bring me fulfillment that was going to last. It it lasted as long as, you know, the money lasted, as long as the job lasted, as long as everything in my life seemed to be doing well. But when everything wasn't doing so well anymore, I realized that the very things I thought were making me happy weren't. And I realized how deeply rooted my unhappiness was. And I was only able to find that when I didn't have anything. And now I'm slowly but surely rebuilding that for myself. 
And I'm so happy to be doing that. And I feel so much just gratitude for God and for the universe and for my experience because they have showed me what truly matters in my life. And they've showed me that the way I may have been going about reaching success and the way that I, I thought I was going to find success, I didn't find it that way. And so God uprooted me and he took everything I thought brought me joy and happiness and fulfillment. He took it away so that I could see that that stuff was never going to make me happy. It was never going to fulfill me. And I needed to find that within myself first. And I have, and I feel like I'm changing for the better every single day. I'm not doing the things I used to do. I'm not going out like I used to go out. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those things. Have a life, have a social life. Do whatever makes you happy, but don't allow that temporary happiness to take away from the potential of the life that is coming to you if you remain focused and diligent. And it's going to be a lonely time. It's going to be a really lonely time, trust me. And it's going to feel like you wake up every day, you do the same things. It's going to be repetitive. You're going to feel like, you know, those friends that that you thought really had your back don't don't come around as much. And don't get me wrong, because I do have wonderful friends who are always there and where, you know, if I separate myself for a couple weeks or a couple months, they're still there. They still understand. They know because they're doing the same things. And that's why I say, you know, you choose your goals when you choose your friends and the people you spend your time around because if the people that you are around are just constantly doing nothing to better their lives, that is going to be something you naturally adopt. If you're going out and drinking every single night and that's all you're doing, what are you really doing in life? And I don't mean that in a harsh way because I was that person. I was that person who was going out every night looking for validation. At the end of the day, that's all I was doing. I was going out because I didn't want to be left out. I didn't want to be the person who was watching it on stories, seeing that, you know, everyone else was having a good time. And here I am doing this. What is this bringing me? Nothing. But I realized when I was going out, what was that bringing me? Nothing, nothing but distractions. And it was distracting me from my true purpose. And so when I cut that out, not even cut out, when it just naturally kind of happens because the direction of my life wasn't going in the same direction as some other people in my life, I naturally was separated from that. And it allowed me to see things for what they are. So my whole point in this episode, guys, is don't be afraid if your life is falling apart. Don't be scared. Don't feel the way I felt. Don't feel like you lack purpose because the life that you once had, you don't have anymore. Don't feel like you lack value because the people that you thought were important in your life stop wanting to spend time around you. It's okay. I promise it's okay and it's not going to feel okay and you're going to go through a lot of emotions like I did. And it's going to be really, really difficult sometimes and you're going to feel really lonely and you're going to feel that lack of purpose and you're going to feel like life is breaking you and it is. It's breaking you so that you can be better. It's breaking you down as much as it can so that it can rebuild you into a person you never felt like you could be and it's going to be amazing. I promise and I can tell you that not even not even having 
reached the places I want to reach yet, not even having really dipped my toes in it, but because I have such strong faith that the vision for my life I have is going to be a reality. And because I trust God and my trust in God and my faith in God has really grown so much because when I didn't have electricity, when I didn't have enough money to go get groceries, when I spent every day coming home, had a flashlight on and just thinking about my life, I realized, you know, like looking back on it, God got me through that. And here I am now with my lights turned back on with a new job, you know, and I'm not being evicted. I received rental assistance from the grace of God, you know, like what are the odds? What are the odds that you get served eviction papers and there is a way out of that? What are the odds? God. And it's crazy that I get to kind of live this testimony, but it's also something that is just so, I'm so passionate about it now. And I want to share my experiences because I know that there are a lot of people out there in the world struggling right now. And there are a lot of people who need to hear this message and need to know that where they are right now is not where they will always be. You just have to believe in better. How you think, you know, you have to control your thoughts. At the end of the day, that is the most important thing you can control because you will have so many negative things creeping into your mind, so many what ifs and questions and doubts and, you know, so many things that are going to cause you to question the path you're on. And I just want to encourage you that you're on the right one, I promise. And you're going to see that that might look like something you never expected. The life that you thought you wanted, or even the life that you do want, might come in a way that you could have never asked for or wouldn't have asked for and expect, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work itself out. But be very diligent, be very focused. Don't worry about being lonely right now. It's only temporary. And, you know, if you have the choice to change your environment and the people you are around, do it. I'm telling you, like, be around successful people. Be around people who are doing the things you want to do in your life or doing it better. Be around people you can learn from. And don't be afraid to, you know, struggle along the way and take constructive criticism, you know, take all of those things, take all of those past relationships and friendships and situationships and just any kind of dealings you have had with people, take it as a lesson, learn, see how you can be better in the future and apply it. That's all you can do, but don't stay stuck in the past. Don't, you know, allow yourself to constantly feel like it's not going to happen. And that's all I really wanted to come on here and say today, guys. It was just a message that I felt like I needed to share because it's something I went through not long ago. And I just started a new job last week and it's been amazing. I feel like God was really looking out for me. And it was one of those things where he took everything. He made me struggle, but not for long not for long at all, because he knew that what he was doing was to equip me 
it was to build my, what is the word I'm looking for, you know, to, to build me up by breaking me down, you know, and he showed me what I can handle and what I, what I thought I couldn't. He showed me that he can bring me through the, the most difficult times of my life. And, and, you know, I don't know how to say it, guys. It's just one of those things that makes me smile because had I just had as much faith in God as I do right now this whole entire time, I think I would have never struggled with that lack of fulfillment in life. I wouldn't have struggled with the lack of purpose because I would have truly trusted God. And it made me realize where my faith was and it wasn't in him. It was in myself. And it was in me feeling like I could do it all by myself. And I realized that I can't. And none of us can. And and with that, you know, I'm not saying you have to shut everyone out. I'm not saying you have to go through life by yourself. But at this time, when you're trying to do this for yourself, separate yourself for a little bit. Make a game plan. Figure out what you're going to do. Don't have a B plan. You don't need to have a B plan. You know, I think we are conditioned to believe that we need to always have something to fall back on. And my question is why? Why do I have to have a, a plan to fall back on? Why can't my A, B, C, D, E, F plan all be the same thing? Because that is the only thing I want out of life. That is the only way I see my life going. Why would I settle for something else? Why? Because the minute you give yourself something to fall back on, you're giving yourself an excuse to not suffer through the things that are going to bring you to, to the place you want to be. Don't feel like you need to have something to fall back on. And it's going to be hard. Trust me. But I'm here. And I can already tell you that my life is going to be wonderful. And I might not know what that looks like right now, but I know that where I'm going is better than anywhere I've ever been. And I'm excited. So I hope you guys took something from this episode. Um, I know I've been gone from podcasts for a long time and I hopped on YouTube for a little bit. We'll see. You know, the, the first few videos I posted did pretty well, but it's just, it's something I'm not sure I'm ready to fully commit to. So I figured podcasts, it's a lot less scary. It's a lot less intimidating but at the same time I can get everything I want to say off my chest so yeah guys thank you for tuning in to she's got the power and just remember something has to break and there's a song let me see if I can find it for you guys really quick um that it's it's a beautiful song and it is called something has to break um let me see yes something has to break um I listened to the Red Rocks worship version on Apple Music. And there's also a Kira Shurd version with Tasha Cobbs. Tasha Cobbs. Yeah, so guys, I encourage you to listen to that too because it really, it embodies everything I've spoken about today. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up and I will talk to you guys in the next one.